Hello and welcome to another episode of the Uncomplicated English Podcast. Today we are going to learn about the life of J.K. Rowling, the famous author of the Harry Potter books. Before we get started, as always, I would like to remind all of you that the entire transcript of this episode can be found for free on my website at uncomplicatedenglish.com. Also, on my website, you can book one-to-one English lessons with me. All right then, let's get started with today's episode. As many of you might know, J.K. Rowling is the author of the famous Harry Potter books, but her life has been far from easy and she has experienced many ups and downs. She has lived a rags-to-riches life. By the way, rags-to-riches is a fairly common English phrase. It means that someone has gone from being very, very poor to being extremely rich. So, at one point, the person was wearing rags, old clothes with holes, but now they're extremely rich. At times, she lived in near poverty and struggled to get by, but now she is one of the wealthiest people alive. The first interesting thing you should know about J.K. Rowling is that J.K. Rowling is in fact not her real name. Her real name is in fact Joanne Rowling, and she has no middle name. Just before the first Harry Potter book was released, her publishers worried that young boys might not want to read a book that had been written by a woman. So, instead, she used her initials, JK, instead of Joanne. She in fact, had no middle name, so she used K for Kathleen because that was her grandmother's first name. The publishers thought that when people heard J.K. Rowling, they would assume it was a man. Joanne was born on the 31st of July 1965 in Yate, Gloucestershire, England. As a young child, Joanne loved to write fantasy stories that she would read to her younger sister. Rowling has said that she didn't really enjoy her teenage years and that they were sad. Her mother had been diagnosed with multiple sclerosis and she had a bad relationship with her father. She has said that the character of Hermione Granger is largely based upon her younger self. During her teenage years, she also fell in love with rock music and listened to bands like The Clash, The Smiths and many more. In high school, she got pretty good grades and was eventually made head girl. In a lot of British schools, it is quite common 
that in the last year of your schooling, for a boy and a girl to be made head boy and head girl. These are students that tend to get good grades and are seen as good examples for the other students. Quite often, they will help out in school events and give speeches during school open days. In 1982, she took entrance exams for Oxford University. Unfortunately, she didn't get in. However, she was accepted into Exeter University. Exeter University is one of the oldest universities in England and is still quite prestigious. Prestigious means that it has a good reputation and is known to be very, very good. She took a degree in French and Classics. She spent a year abroad studying in Paris and then finished her degree in 1986. Her French professor remarked that she was rather quiet and got on with her work quietly. After leaving university, she started working as a bilingual secretary and researcher. This means that she was a secretary in two languages, French and English. She had to answer calls and organize meetings in both English and French. In 1990, while she was on a four-hour delayed train trip, the idea of a young boy attending a school for wizards came to her. She was immediately inspired, and when she finally got home, she began to write straight away. Some ten months later, her mother passed away, after suffering from multiple sclerosis for ten years. She never told her mother about the first Harry Potter book that she was writing at the time. She has said in interviews that the death of her mother hit her hard and she channeled these feelings of sadness into her writing. The young character of Harry reflects her feelings of sadness. He had no father and mother just like her. In 1992, Rowling moved to Portugal, where she began to teach English in the evenings. During the day, she would write, whilst listening to classical music. Eighteen months later, whilst in a bar, she met a Portuguese television journalist, Jorge Arantes. The two connected immediately over their shared love for Jane Austen's books. In 1992, they got married, and in 1993, Joanne gave birth to Jessica Isabel Rowling Arantes. However, Joanne and Jorge's marriage quickly fell apart. Some have suggested that she was the victim of domestic abuse but this has never been fully confirmed. 
In November 1993, the couple separated and in December, Rowling and her child moved to Edinburgh. This can be a tricky word for people to pronounce, even native English speakers. So, I want to give you all a quick tip that Edinburgh is pronounced Edinburgh, Edinburgh, like that, not Edinburgh. This is a mistake that catches many people out. So don't feel bad if you got it wrong. At this time, she had the first three chapters of the first Harry Potter book written. It had now been seven years since she had graduated from university, and Joanne saw herself as a complete failure. Her marriage was a failure. She didn't have a job and she now had to raise her child all alone. During this time, she was diagnosed with clinical depression and at times considered suicide. Her depression inspired the Dementor characters, the dark, shadowy creatures that suck the joy out of their victims' lives. It was also at this time that she signed up for welfare benefits. The UK has a system called welfare benefits that helps support people that are struggling to find work or who are disabled or are struggling to make ends meet. The phrase to make ends meet means that someone is struggling to make just enough money to pay for all the bills. Things would get even worse for Joanne when Jorge arrived unexpectedly in Scotland. He wanted Joanne and their child to go back to Portugal with him. She got a restraining order against him and he returned back to Portugal, and later Joanne filed for divorce. A restraining order is a legal document that means that someone cannot be within a certain distance of someone else. It was around this time that she finished the first Harry Potter book. She would spend a lot of time writing in cafes with her little child with her. In 1995, she began to send the book out to publishers. The first 12 copies that she sent out were all rejected. But finally, she got some good news. A publishing house in London called Bloomsbury, received a copy of the book. The chairman decided to give the first chapter to his eight-year-old daughter and asked her what she thought of it. She loved it and demanded the next chapter. The chairman then realized that the book might just 
be worth publishing. So, Bloomsbury agreed to publish it, and Joanne was given a £1,500 advance. This £1,500 advance might not sound like a lot, but for Joanne, at the time, it was a huge amount and certainly helped her. However, the chairman of Bloomsbury was still unsure of the book and advised Joanne to get a day job as he doubted she would be able to make enough money to support herself writing children's books. Initially, Bloomsbury only published 1,000 copies of the book. However, five months later, Joanne won her first award, the Nestle Smarties Book Prize. In the next few months, she won two more awards, and in 1998, there was an auction in the United States to decide who would have the rights to publish the book in America. Eventually, a company called Scholastic bid 105,000 US dollars for the right to sell the book in the US. When Joanne received the news, she was shocked and overwhelmed. Her life was going to change completely. Things would only get better from here and in July 1998, Joanne released the next Harry Potter book, Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. Once again, she won the Smarties Prize and was voted as the best children's author for the second year in a row. The next year, she released the third book of the series, Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. And incredibly, she was again voted the best children's author. This made her the first person ever to be voted best children's author three times in a row. In 2000, the fourth book, Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire, came out and it sold 372,000 copies in the UK on its first day. In 2001, the first Harry Potter movie came out. Rowling played a big part in the movies and had a lot of say in what happened. She wanted all the characters to be played by British actors and she also wanted the movie to be shot in England. The movie was a huge success. It made $975 million around the world and was the highest grossing film that year. It also received many awards. In 2004, Rowling became the first author to ever become a billionaire 
by writing books. However, she was later removed from this list of billionaires because she gave so much money away to charities that she was no longer a billionaire. On December the 26th, 2001, Rowling married Neil Murray, a Scottish doctor. Two years later, their son David Gordon Rowling Murray was born, and in 2005, Joanne gave birth to a daughter called Mackenzie Jean Rowling Murray. Rowling has continued to write books, and recently has been releasing books under other secret names, and continues focusing on charity work and so far has raised millions of pounds to help many different charities. Finally, before I finish today's episode, I'd like to tell you all that if you are looking to improve your English, a good way to do it is through reading books, and the Harry Potter books are a good place to start. This is because most of us know the story already, so this gives us extra clues as to the meaning of certain words, and also means that we are less likely to get lost whilst reading the book. Also, the vocabulary used in the book is fairly simple and not too complicated. This means that the words you are learning will be useful and commonly used in daily speech. So, if you feel like a challenge, I definitely recommend the Harry Potter books. Alright, that's all for today. Let me know in the comments if you have read any of the Harry Potter books. When I was younger, I was a huge fan of all of the books. As always, I'd like to remind you that the full transcript for this video can be found for free on my website at uncomplicatedenglish.com. Also on my website, I offer one-to-one -one English lessons. Thank you very much for listening and I hope you have enjoyed today's episode.